like it didn't mean shit. <laughs> right. It's not true. How does he spell like, yeah. feel right? Okay, well, Tony Carnivore Tony. versus vegan. I'm Dr. Tony Huge here with Dr. Jakewish and Akash Aesthetics. And uh, Dr. Jakewish uh, does the carnivore diet. He's been doing it for years. He's pretty much eating only red meat. Now we have Akash here who's gone vegan recently. Uh, and he's going to report what his findings for his health are and going to go back and forth a little bit between them talking about how uh, vegan versus carnivore has affected them and, and see if uh, Dr. Jakewish can convert Akash to becoming carnivore or if Akash can convert Dr. Jakewish into becoming vegan. Go. Well, well, all right. In my experience, I, I was vegan for about five weeks now. Now I'm glad I did it. I did it not to turn vegan, just to literally experience that way of eating. Um, after about five weeks, the first two weeks were amazing. Energy went up. Every, uh, you know, my gut felt super clean. Um, and to provide a little more context, prior to the vegan diet, I was always eating very grass-fed, organic meats, very, very healthy, healthy. I'd go to the natural food store <laughs> all the time. So I felt very clean on the inside. And now turning vegan, it was like next level clean. So I was like, oh, this is good. We're, we're get, you know, making good progress here. Mm -hmm. And then after about the fourth week, like this last two weeks has been really rough. I feel kind of deprived and... You know, I, I feel like something is missing. Mm. It, like that, in short, I feel like something is missing totally. Um, you know, and after doing a lot of research and whatnot, so I'm, I'm, I'm you know, doing some genetic testing where they're gonna go back, uh, see what uh, what kind of diet complies best with my uh, genetics based on my lineage and whatnot, and just do a lot more research. I but just had that done also. I'll share yeah, oh really, good, 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 yeah. awesome, yeah. awesome, phenomenal. And all, all in all, you know, I, I think it's, it's subjective to the person, right, uh, in, in their genetic background and, uh, because there's some people that turn vegan and they're plant-based and they're like super healthy. Like their blood works phenomenal. Like their in internals are like doing really well. Um, you know. But do you think that uh, in the beginning it worked fine for him? Maybe there's nutrients that he was still storing from the meat that now he's become deficient in after uh, a, a month of being vegan. Now, now these deficiencies are manifesting Probably themselves. not that. Uh, but ultimately, now, when somebody goes vegan, especially if they're not having a bunch of processed stuff, which I know you didn't do. You're at a caloric deficit. So you're, you're, you're losing body fat, uh, you're looking better, your, your digestive system's moving a little bit quicker because as soon as you get a lot of fiber in your system, it, your body wants to get that going. out. Right, yeah. right, right. So uh, that's definitely a benefit from a short period of time, but if you look at like essential amino acids, mm -hmm. you're not getting it. True. Yeah. I did research and, that. Right. And so ultimately, if you're missing one of the eight essential amino acids, you can't build muscle. So that's a real problem. We, for we somebody were, who's we're also exercise. talking about how my brother went vegan uh, and yeah. as an experiment, but if it went yeah. well, he was going to. I tried it too for a month. And he was doing garbanzo was like a source of protein, which is a complete protein, a good protein source. But like he was losing muscle, like a lot yeah. of muscle. Even yeah, it wasn't his, complete. His, garbanzo means are not complete. His actual proteins. grams of protein per day were in excess of what he needed to maintain or sure. build muscle, and yet the pro the body just wasn't able to actually utilize the muscle to build or maintain. <laughs> Even though it's supposed to be a complete protein, how's that possible? So it's not a complete protein. That's how that's possible. And and all, like the bioavailability of certain things, like uh, whey protein is eighteen percent bioavailable. Uh, eggs are forty eight percent bioavailable. So huge difference, right? Mm -hmm. uh, now uh, steak is like in the thir high thirties 
Hmm. Uh, and chicken okay. is a little bit less so hmm. than that. So uh, there's, there's, and it really has to do, and they test this by how, testing the waste product. So how much nitrogen is going through your system? So urinary tests can tell you like, you know how sometimes you eat a couple of big steaks and you use a restroom and you, you notice there's foam in your urine. That's nitrogen. Okay. Yeah, so you can see it. That yeah. happens after a big protein meal and if you don't have any, like right now, you probably don't have that. No. Yeah, no, you haven't seen it. All. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's what that all. is. That's what it is. So uh, the nitrogen shows the waste product, which isn't necessarily a good or bad thing, but that is a symbol of the fact that you're digesting protein and not necessarily in excess because there's always a, a waste product. Now, good news for vegans is there's a protein coming out which is a ferment, bacterial fermentation culture derived. So no animals are harmed. You're allowed to eat bacteria. Oh, to really quickly add, like the reason I was vegan was not for like animal cruelty reasons, although I, I like to be nice to animals. Well, it's literally animals. Yeah. just to, for optimal performance is what I was looking okay, for. Okay, okay. Well, so yeah, there, there, is, there is a product coming out that is almost 100% bioavailable, which is, is gonna be this culture. And I think that's gonna be great for guys like you so you can keep the calories low uh, and you can get the, the essential amino acids and be, and be able to build musculature. Uh, but also, at some point, and this happens to every vegan, is they gotta get their calories up. They start feeling low energy. Because if all you're eating is broccoli, like, you're not getting, you, your, your basal metabolic rate plus activity, just looking at you, is probably like 3,700, 3,800 yeah, calories. 4, 4, yeah. You can't get the 4,000 calories of broccoli. No, no, 100%. You'd be eating all day long and you'd probably have to sit on the toilet while eating. So like, you just can't process all that. And so what happens is vegans end up going towards processed foods, which I know you don't want to do. Prefer not to. You're right, yeah. you prefer not to. So now now they're, they're eating, they, they start eating different meal replacements. Uh, uh, Soylent's one of them. And that's vegan, and, and then there's some vegan protein powders, uh, pea protein, and things like that, which still Vegas have poor bioavail bioavailability. So like Vega, Vega Sport. Yeah. Is that one you use? Um, it's it's organ, organ plant okay. protein, okay, okay. organ the brain. Yeah. So yeah. so they sell poor bioavailability, but certainly better than not having. Hundred percent. Uh, but the calories are so low. They start supplementing with basically meats and things or, like or, that, or most of them. It's like candy bars, right? And Twinkies and cake. And oh, they're like, yeah. oh, it's still vegan. So, and then that's really when they go, you know, off mm -hmm. the rails and they become really Getting unhealthy bad, because yeah. of the processed foods. Yeah. So, um, this new protein, it's called Fortigen. It'll probably be out in a month. Hmm. Uh, but, like, other than that, you got to look at different strategies to just get the calories up mm -hmm. at least like one or two days a week. High. So really, really, because because otherwise if you're always at a deficit, like then then you're having kind of a metabolic reset, and the body's looking to reset homeostasis, mm -hmm. and it starts upregulating cortisol to sacrifice muscle so that you don't need as many calories. Got it. We don't want that. No, we don't want that. We don't want that. No. So let me share with you something I learned from my genetics test. That's really relevant yeah. to this. I am a meat eater genetically. Yeah. Like I cannot get. It's, it's not type. possible. O positive. Yeah, me too. So I, it is not possible, according to my genetic test, to get adequate nutrients from plant sources. Yeah. In, in fact, I uh, I have a 
tendency to have allergies towards chemicals that are in plants, natural occurring plant chemicals, which yeah, I was phytotoxins, yeah, yeah. So I'm extremely sensitive to those. I'm supposed to avoid a lot of vegetables, a lot of a, a lot of pesticides are made out of plants, mm. and <laughs> they uh, are. And also, the my, irony. my genetics don't allow me to convert plant sources of uh, fatty acids into EPA, DHA. I actually, yeah. some people can. Some people can eat plant sources and get enough essential fatty acids. Uh, they have to eat a lot. Uh, animal sources are always better for those. But for me specifically, I have to have animal sources. I have to take fish oil. I have mm -hmm. to eat salmon, things like that, in order to get those nutrients. Mm -hmm. And there was a number of other nutrients, too. He basically said, you have the gene we call the anti-vegetarian gene. Nice. You need to have a meat-based diet. Sure. I can't wait to get my that. results. Yeah, that makes my, sense. According to my genetics. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and we're omnivores by, by nature. I mean, well, also like our teeth, mm -hmm. right? We and Our backs, our molars, meant for like grinding up plants and, and whatnot. And like, you know. Uh, maybe. This, but it's a maybe. Yeah. But, but I mean, like, but know, the humans can survive off any diet, right? Yeah, so, so humans are, are, right, they're a pretty weird animal in that most animals eat like one or two things. Mm -hmm. Like you, if you try, if you have a, a, a wolf and you try and feed it salad, it'll die. Yeah, uh, I mean gorillas are vegetarian and they're like jacked. You yeah, know? but then again, that's one thing. Whatever. True, sharks are strong too, and they don't eat plants. So, I mean, ultimately, the, yeah, the, yeah. the metabolism of the gorilla. Also, they have distended stomachs because they have to have a more intestinal wall to extract nutrients from high fiber stuff. That and they pretty much spend all day eating. If yeah. you look at it, right, gorilla, they yeah. spend all day foraging all day. for food. All day. Right? No, no, yeah, so I'm not like hardcore vegan. I literally am just yeah. experimenting to find the best diet for optimal performance, you know, so. I, I want to, I really want to have another video like this when you conclude the yeah. two months. I know. Would, would yeah. you try the carnivore diet? As yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've done week. it pre-contest just at, to get in shape for a week or something. Um, but I would be uh, really interested as to trying yeah. it um, because I've noticed my muscle hardness is much less um, than what I'm used to yeah. um, and it's harder for me to stay like I'm lean but not super lean my face is more puffier usually like my face is more contoured mm -hmm. and whatnot and I'm eating super clean so just, you know collecting data yeah. putting everything together the, what I see visually when I see a man go vegan <laughs> they seem to lose all their masculinity <laughs> is that science is there some scientific basis behind that? you know he's right here uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's, there's a, a upregulation of estrogen and a downregulation of testosterone for sure. Yeah. Now, yeah, well, he's supplementing with with uh, you know, testosterone, yeah. okay. so less of an impact. Yeah, it would have less uh, of an impact on you. But yeah. but if someone's uh, natural, certainly then it, going vegan has a huge impact on yeah. your hormones for sure. Especially if they're increasing soy intake. Yeah. Right. All yeah. right. So you've been doing the carnivore diet for how long now? So I haven't had. Any fruits, any vegetables since uh, November 2017. So two, seven, eight, nine, two, mm -hmm. two years and yeah. Yeah. So any side effects from that? Don't think you're deficient in any nutrients? No. Uh, because I hold less water, because I don't have any carbohydrates anymore, I notice like my skin's drier, which I actually don't care about. Uh, I notice that my when I when I blink my eyes have trouble keeping moisture like I, I, I blink a lot harder and a lot more than I used to because I notice my old videos and my newer videos like I see myself doing this kind of thing it doesn't bother me it's just I notice there's a slight change 
And so, uh, like, sometimes when I go to wash my hands, I splash a little water in my face. I didn't used to do that. And I, so I think the, the hydration's a thing. But I, I also didn't really do the electrolyte thing, and I didn't use a lot of sodium. And, like, what the two leading MDs in this, in this space, Dr. Paul Saladino and uh, Dr. Sean Baker, uh, you probably follow both of those guys. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so they'll talk about you got to up the sodium and I'm also doing like some some fasting too so and those guys really aren't they're just kind of fasting like oh so check this out last night last night so he I eats had three 14 ounce steaks that's it three 14 ounce that's almost yeah that's, that's you know 2.5 pounds of meat in one sitting yeah but yeah. before that you hadn't eaten for how long 48 hours so oh, okay. I ended a 48 hour of nothing and then yeah, all I had was coffee so are they sporadic long duration fasts or you do like an intermittent fasting kind of frame or yeah so i'll do a 48 hour i basically eat one meal a day normally uh, normally and it's one then meal a day. and then maybe once a week uh, 48 okay 48 hour. that is like a Dang, one meal a day like, like that that would be the hunt yeah kill the animal eat as much as you can yeah, and, then, and then you don't eat until you kill another animal yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's right. certainly easy to follow and it's <laughs> well pretty binary like you know people who are on like some keto modified whatever and they got to ask a hundred questions at every restaurant for me it's just like steak no special yeah. instructions at all yeah i, I yeah. even and this will this will blow everybody's mind the quality of meats at a lot of fast food restaurants i know i'm like i'm gonna i will be the most trolled person online when i actually put all these videos together because i filmed a lot of video about the quality of meats in fast food restaurants it's actually better than what you get at a lot of steakhouses for liability reasons mm. because they don't want to be sued for getting somebody sick so they have a lot more protective protocols with meat quality and the whole idea that oh there's soy in the meat or there's preservatives bullshit it was never there it was just that's just fake news. It might as well be on CNN. Just garbage. Well, like, I want to hear more McDonald's? about McDonald's. Yeah, talking. yes, I McDonald's. I looked at the meat. It doesn't look like. Meat. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, they it. form it in a machine, and they and they you know it's compressed in a machine, so it does have a machined look. Every patty is identical, right? That doesn't mean it's a problem. So one of the guys I interviewed for, uh, for the sort of putting together a series of nutritional videos. Uh, the guy's a Michelin star chef, and he's a, a guy from Iceland uh, who was living in Spain, and he was doing all of the purchasing for McDonald's for all of their beef. He's a Michelin star chef. He knows quality food. He said, I would feed my kids McDonald's any day, anywhere. If that was the last restaurant on earth, that'd be great with me because top quality meats. Wow. I know, I know. Now, I now like just to meet though, right? I like also, just, yeah, I also know you don't want the high fructose. Yeah, of course. The, the rest of it, just just throw that shit away, right? Yeah. So, so they have such high quality meats, and I so I know a McDonald's executive who I'm, she has asked, don't ever bring my name into it, and I'll tell you why. So, McDonald's doesn't want to go down the health path because they also serve coca-cola and they also serve french fries and they'll serve a bunch of stuff but they're going to serve food that people buy right like if kids want ice cream sundaes they're going to serve ice cream sundaes however they have healthier foods but they don't want to talk about health because there's such a backlash against them because of all of the unhealthy stuff that 
is there that people are purchasing. It would seem super hypocritical, and or or they would just get accused of lying or whatever. So they would come out with an article saying, "Here's the what we go through to make sure our our meats are of top quality," and then there'd be a hundred, you know, CNN type fake news articles on you know just total BS. It's full of whatever soy, or it's full of like none of that stuff's true. But it would be an oversaturation of that fake news and and it would the actual message would get lost so they just their attitude is just forget it just serve great great food and people will be happy eating it so give akash some examples of what to eat and where to get it and how to conveniently live the carnivore lifestyle just in case akash wants to do the carnivore experiment uh so the 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 quality of meats i like i wouldn't go to panda express because they don't have any meat that isn't messed with. Well, if we interject really quickly, so my main thing when I do, if and when I do, probably probably will go back to eating meat. I'm going to go back. I'm I'm a little spiritual myself, so mm. I'm a big believer in the vibrational state of the animal when it dies, right? Because it's like it knows it's going to die. Like they can they can instinctively tell. So they're releasing all these cortisols. This is my personal belief. So yeah. the halal meat. Um, I'm not Muslim, but uh, Muslims they. Um, they have the thing called halal meat, yeah, and, and it's a very good quality, very high quality, expensive meat, right? And whatnot, and it's uh, they killed comfort a certain the way. animal. They it's killed a certain way. Yep, yep. Right. Every time yep. I eat it, it's a little bit softer, more tender, and sits very well inside of me. Yep. I would probably get all of my meat through there. What's your opinion on halal meat? Uh, for the reasons you mentioned, it's great. Okay, good. Yeah. That's now, good to know. is there, that hard to find though? I mean, if you no, 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 there's a whole bunch someone. of stores all around. No, in for fact, the Muslim community. There's, there's. Um, like when you're in Europe, I'd say half the steaks are stamped with the the halal stamp. Yeah, yeah. Half the meats, yeah. More in Europe, but most of the meats like that. Here, um, it's probably more like ten percent of the meats yeah. you find at like the meat counter. Yeah. What's yeah. your opinion, um, Tony? Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, the whole thinking is that uh, the animal can sense it's about to die and it's releasing fear, stress, all these. Sure, it makes sense. It also seems more natural that if we were hunting, we would be chasing the animal and it would be very afraid of us and we would kill it. Uh, you know, I, it depends on this what is, type of this animal, is true. I guess. Yeah. This if is you true. Some take down a mastodon, you got to throw something like 400 spears into it before it collapses. <laughs> Probably a long, stressful, high cortisol. Yeah. Process. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> so, Doctor Baker has like a great better, speech on that, where it's like they they actually were throw they would throw spears into these animals for like multiple days to slow them down and basically get them to the point where they just collapse in extreme pain before they actually take the thing out. So, it's awful. Interesting. But, but that makes, I mean- But that's makes, nature. I, I mean, you watch a lion hunt its prey, it's certainly, you know, that gazelle's not happy about it. <laughs> very true. Yeah. Very, very true. But there may be something. I mean, cortisol is a hormone we want to try to avoid, whether it's by, whether you can actually digest and assimilate the cortisol yeah. or whether the vibrational uh, state of the animal can carry over to yeah. when you would eat it. I don't know. That's interesting. Whatever's the most optimal is what my journey is all about. Yeah. Yeah. That that seems to make Point it harder two. though. I mean, the carnivore yeah. diet seemed very easy when, when he's going to Five Guys and getting eight hamburger patties. That's pretty all easy cart, and convenient. Right? Yeah. yeah. Just uh, it's like sounds a great. But if you got to find bowl halal, of hamburger patties, and that's it. But if you got to find halal meat, that's going to make it a little bit harder. That's going to be harder at a fast food place. But it, but if you're doing if you're doing intermittent fasting, you're eating meat once a day, and you only have to plan for where you're going to eat that one meal. I think finding halal meat's a lot easier than trying to plan six meals like we do yeah. as uh, bodybuilders. And if you're eating meat, 
and you're digesting that meat slowly and you're getting that trickle effect of amino acids into your body all day yeah. versus eating things like chicken, white fish, and uh, eggs that digest slower, then you don't have to eat as often, even as a bodybuilder. So mm. it, it might still be more convenient even with the halal. Yep. There sure. you have it. Yeah. All yeah. right. Be awesome. swollen, swole friends of freedom, pioneers of human evolution. <laughs>